Hi friends, it's Andre here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. I'm guessing many of the listeners are going to be able to relate to this little scenario or know someone who has fallen into this cycle or trap, maybe even every year. So a lot of times we start the brand new year, the calendar year with a good intentions to eat healthier and lose weight. We start really strong. We're all in. But by February or March, those good intentions have fallen by the wayside and we've reverted back to our old habits, much to our frustration. And I know this pattern and cycle is very familiar and relatable. But the question is, why are habits so hard to break? How can we make them easier? Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. I know you've heard the phrase, old habits die hard. That phrase really refers to the fact that it's hard to stop doing things that we've been doing for a long time. But new research and understanding gives us insight, new insight and strategies on how to redo or reprogram our habits. So first, a little background. We have thousands, literally thousands of pieces of information that we are exposed to every second. If we were consciously aware of every bit of info, we would be so bombarded and it would be so overwhelming that our brains we literally wouldn't be able to function because we wouldn't know how to process all of that information. So we have our conscious brain, that is what we are aware of, and our subconscious brain is actually handling the majority of the information. That subconscious brain is like a super, super powerful computer processor, and it is handling the vast majority of that information that is coming to the human brain. So that subconscious brain is far more powerful than the conscious brain, the conscious mind, and is processing huge quantities of information that are coming from our senses, from our eyes, from our sense of hearing, and et cetera. And really that subconscious mind is processing 95% of all of that information and the conscious mind is only responsible for 5% of that information. But because that subconscious mind is storing 95% of all that information that we're, we're exposed to, that includes 
developing our thoughts and our beliefs about everything, including food, our identity as an eater, all of our habits. And that subconscious mind really, really is habit-based. As, as we go about our daily activities, it's really that subconscious mind that is kind of telling us what to do, how we work, where what we eat, what we drink, how we go to sleep. All of that becomes second nature because of the subconscious mind. And again, it's that subconscious mind that is responsible for 95% of the habits. So when we try to change a habit and tell ourselves that from this point forward, we're going to eat a healthy breakfast every day. We'll just use that as an example. That's our conscious mind telling us to make this decision. And that's only 5% of our driving force. But since our subconscious mind is overwhelmingly outweighs the conscious mind, it's obvious who will win out if the conscious mind and the subconscious mind are not on the same page, if they're not doing the same thing. That's why so many of us revert to those old habits that are programmed by the subconscious. It's super frustrating. But now that we have this better understanding, what do we do about it? How do we affect the subconscious in order to really change our habits? First of all, we want to decide, definitively gain clarity about what we want. We don't want to overthink or overanalyze our goals. We want to be certain that we want a specific outcome and what does this look like? So we want that clarity and decision. So that's what we have to do first before we can really begin to reprogram that subconscious. Secondly, we're going to commit after we decide what we want. We have to commit. We have to get rid of all the fear or the doubt that is so, so common. And we are typically, often most of us, driven by fear because the unknown, something new is not what the brain typically wants in our lives. So, but by committing, we have to let that drive us. Now that we've determined what we're wanting and we really, really are certain about it, we have to do a few things. First of all, we have to adopt empowering beliefs. We have to believe that we can accomplish the new goal or the new habit. So anytime we hear in our head some doubtful thoughts about what we are trying to accomplish, we need to nip that in the bud. At first, we won't be necessarily so, so aware of, you know, what those limiting beliefs are. But as we gain clarity of what we do want, we begin to notice the limiting beliefs more and more. So we want to shift that up and change that to empowering beliefs. And this is really just by repetition and changing the self-talk. And when we can change that self-talk, we really change our physical world, like the world around ourselves. Secondly, gratitude, focusing on gratitude and appreciation, focus on that instead of criticism and fear. So we're shining a light on the positive. This rewires our brain to notice more of what we have and more of what we want and less of what we don't. So we really want to also focus on our environment 
And if we're reprogramming our brain for success or for what outcome that we do want or our new pattern or habit that we want, we want to limit kind of the triggers that are in our environment. If our subconscious mind is picking up all kinds of little things from the outside world that we're not consciously aware of, we want to make an effort to limit our exposure to things that are not going to be helpful for us. So toxic people, maybe the daily news, maybe certain people on social media, those kinds of things that can have an effect on our subconscious with obviously not us really being aware of it. So trim out the excess in our environment. Next, we want to visualize. Think about who's that really, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on the name. The really good basketball coach who was Phil, Phil something. Oh my goodness. Okay. Anyway, he was a basketball coach for the Chicago Bulls back in the nineties when they were so good and won like every national championship. And then he went to the Lakers and completely turned that program around too. He had his players visualize, visualize what they wanted, like take themselves through every twist and turn of their day or their game in this case. And I want you to visualize 10 or 15 minutes a day, pick what you're committed to making a reality and visualize it as if it has already happened. Our subconscious mind doesn't know that it hasn't happened already. So our subconscious mind thinks that it is occurring now. And when it, they think it, when it thinks it's occurring now, that's how it reprograms itself because it thinks that, oh, this is the new reality. And this is how we make our new habits stick. Those tips are so different than the traditional approaches that people go about to try to change their behavior. But these are the ones that are key to lasting behavior change. And I know that is what we are looking for as we are on our quest to be our best, healthiest selves in an anti-diet way. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.